We'll save that for when we hit it big. To find out what it was, guys, make us popular. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Welcome to Sasquatch A, my baby. I'm Dave. That's Kate. Hi, friends. Soup of the day is breast milk soup. Mm-mm-mm. I... What was I going to say? Oh, I haven't checked our stats in forever. <laughs> like, we might be the biggest podcast in the world. It's I don't true. know. I At some point, I just decided, hey, I'm having a good time. Yeah. Don't need to know. Exactly. We got 26 reviews on iTunes. That's all that matters. That's right. That's more than some bigger podcasts. <laughs> yes. Some of those are from me stealing people's iPhones and just putting five stars on it. Though. But some of them aren't. But some of them aren't. Mm-hmm. Like FBI guy. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking Apricotopus by Parallel 49. So Parallel 49 has a Sasquatch seasonal. And? uh, I'm on the hunt for it. Oh, you don't have it. (laughs) I do not have it yet. It was sent uh, to me by Chris. So I'm going to like it in in an image. Yeah, (laughs) I figured. On the internet. And I'm going to find some and I'm going to... Save one for you, save one for him. Maybe that's the episode we'll have him on. Sounds good. Is he listening? Oops, I'm sorry. Yeah. You fuck. Yes, he does listen. Does he? Has he finished him yet? I think he's pretty close. He's, you said he was powering through him yeah, before. He's, he's powering, but then he got a girlfriend, so. Fuck. <laughs> Ruins everything, these girls. Yeah, I know. They get pregnant and shit. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> I don't think he wants kids. Me either, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Courtney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's new? It's been a couple of weeks. We had another vacation day, Labor Day. We we sell or we observe Canadian holidays. Yep. You guys know this already. Why are you surprised? It's always just it's kind of convenient that we just uh, I guess we just decide not to do it because it's a holiday. I'm yeah. Just like, yeah. We're just I don't, like, don't, don't want to do research this week. <laughs> Yeah. Or, oh, no, I left it to the last minute, and I don't want to do it before the episode. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Nailed it. Um, let's tell the listeners that I saw a picture of a dog on the internet, and his name was Mudflap. And I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture of a dog, because mm-hmm. Courtney sends them to me constantly. Yeah. They're pretty cute. That is That is the making of a good wife. That's wife material, <laughs> in my opinion. Agreed. Mm-hmm. You should, uh, you guys should hook up, send each other dog pics. Yeah. We should start an Instagram thread. There you go. Mm-hmm. Except I think she gets all hers from Instagram. Yeah. That's why I just said Instagram. Yeah, but you can't steal people's Instagram yeah, but photos. We can, you can send the Instagrams to each other from it. Yes. We just have to have a private yes, group. Yes, I see what you're saying. Yes. Duh. That's what she does to me. Yeah. Sorry. Do better next time. Don't hit me. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Kevin, you fucking cunt. Look, she's going to yell at the dogs. Oh, no, she's not. She's walking away. She's well, going to show us dogs. Said, Please be safe going to and from your cart tonight. We have a cougar in the bush at the corner. Oh, my God. I love your Yeah, did I not tell you that? No. My bad. Oh. There's a cat thing there. Yep. I like your shirt. Becky got it for me. It's today. really cute. Rock and they get rocking and rolls, yeah. We'll take a picture of that and send it to the internet. Yeah. Yeah. We should put her in charge of our social media. She doesn't give a shit about social media either. All right. Who wants to be in charge of our social media? We're taking applications and you can send them to 
sasquatchakemybaby at gmail.com and you'll be in control of uh, Instagram at sasquatchakemybaby, Twitter at sasquatchakemybaby, and Facebook at sasquatchakemybaby. After extensive interviews. Yeah. After extensive interviews, yes. And you will be paid in love. Yeah. And the occasional beer, mm-hmm. maybe, if you're cool. Or local. Or local. <laughs> yeah, uh, I definitely don't do that very much. When I was more depressed, I was <laughs> a lot better at it. <laughs> Here's the thing about mental health. You don't spend as much time alone on your phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're in a good place i generally like after work i don't even look at my phone like i get texts and shit i don't i don't look at it it's, yeah from me well you don't text me a lot after i work do anyway. i text you sometimes well I'm, i text you more than it. i text most people i don't you don't think you'd send it to me after work a lot i think it's like hey when are we recording i think that's our text life i send you memes you haven't sent me a meme in a long time i mean to send you memes <laughs> I, I like I save them with the intentions of sharing them with you. Sometimes I share them with other people. Oh my god, you're meme cheating on me. Yeah, I'm sorry. You bitch. I quit this show. I'm back. I'm back into the show. It was a quick break, <laughs> but here we are. Um, yeah, I don't like my phone anymore. Right, your new one. I just don't like being on the phone. Mm. It's good like at work when I'm bored. Yeah, I like I it for like the it mindless at, stuff. I don't like it at home. I like um, two groups on Facebook. And I like a couple groups on Reddit. I don't even use Reddit. Mm. What? There's dogs. There are dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think my problem, like I used to like Instagram a lot. And then I think I started following too many people, and now it's just too much shit going on on there. I just don't want to watch it. Fair. So, yeah. I want a flip phone again, but I like Spotify too much. Yeah. (laughs) Is there a thing? You could just... I was going to say, you could get rid of your data. (laughs) Yeah, no. It's too useful. Hi, my name's Danica. And my name's Emma. And together we host Second Second Impressions, (laughs) where we'll try anything twice. Each week we try something for the second time. We talk about what our first experience was like, how well we remember it, and how we've grown and changed. But mostly we talk about dumb stories from our youth and what beer we're drinking. So join us every Sunday on Second Impressions, available on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. Here we go. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed that brief break and the message from Second Impressions Podcast. Uh, what was I going to say? I don't remember. What do you got? What's new? How's life? You got a new job? How is it? It's fantastic. I love it. I've been working out of town. It's been a couple weeks since we've been on here. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, I know about the new job, but uh, yeah. I'm just curious how it's going. It's going great. I'm very happy. I did my first aid today. Um, I've been training in Victoria last week, this last week. So I had to um, rush down to make it to comedy night, which I wasn't going to go to this week. And then, oh. but then my friend wanted to try it for the first time. And I was like, Ugh. so I literally went on stage in my pajamas. 
<laughs> and afterwards, I was talking to some of the comedians outside, and one of them gave me a really nice compliment, and I was very appreciative of it. Um, and it was? That I'm one of his favorite Nanaimo comics. Who, who said it? Uncle Bill did. And I was like, oh, thank uh, you. That's very nice of you. I saw Uncle Bill today. Did you? I saw him on the street when I was driving. Oh, did you honk at him? No. no. <laughs> um, and then someone else, because I was wearing my pajamas, because I did the... I did my dad thinks I'm too old to be a stripper joke. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but where's your stripper body? <laughs> and I was like, shut up. <laughs> Let me wear my pajamas in public. <laughs> Where did you stay in Victoria? Uh, I was actually staying in couch and, and then I was driving oh, okay. down. Yeah. Uh, next question. Yeah. Which friend went up? Brittany. How'd she do? Good. She was, she was nice. very nervous. Understandably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she didn't finish her whole set, but. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Next time. I'll go start somewhere. Yeah. I should do that shit too. Do it. I believe All in you. All my jokes are gone though. They were in my phone. You can literally just rewrite them. I could. So. That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do it one day. I don't know. Um, before or after the babies are born? Before, probably. Probably once after this month because the band will be done for a while yeah and then yeah i'll be able to focus focus Focus. i feel like i'm creating a comedy army because like i did it and now like a bunch of my friends are doing it and my <laughs> boyfriend eventually wants to do it nice. i'm just gonna have like a big group of comics as my best friends i think that's most comics do that <laughs> Um, that they bring all their friends into it? Oh, no. They just... All their friends are comics. I feel like the hipster of comics. <laughs> you so. did it before. It was cool. Yeah. Well, it was totally cool when I started doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a show in Nanaimo for it. <laughs> yeah. You should get your own show going. I should. That's how you do it. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to be involved with creating some events as I get more into it. Just go to the Canby. Yeah. They yeah. got a stage. Yeah. They got a lot of events. You could pull a night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Court knows people there. That's true. Maybe uh, I'll do it and I'll steal your thunder. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I, I would still be part of it for you. You're a headliner. Yeah. You need 15 minutes. I can do that. I think I have 15 minutes of all my material together. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Because like that one show that you did at the Nanaimo bar, like normally the headliner does more time, right? I guess maybe he wasn't a headliner. He just closed the show. He was technically the headliner. Then he's, he's going to be the headliner again. He shouldn't be. <laughs> it's his show. Yeah, but... Yeah, still. Anyway. He's fine. Don't be a dick. <laughs> he's funny. All right. I won't be a dick. You're right. He's done... Some good stuff for he's, sure. He's got a few ones that like really get me. That's good. Yeah. What the fuck is she watching? Oh, the Sopranos. Um, okay. What are we doing today? You have a weird notebook. Ghosts. Nice. Oh, I saw it on Friday too. How was it? Really good. I enjoyed it. That's it? It made me very happy. Kyle didn't like it as much as I did. How does it compare? It. No, it was really good. I gave it a solid like eight out of ten. Like it hit all my nostalgia. Um, I thought that the parts that were like scary, like it was very similar to the first one. Not like the first movie, but 
Um, but it was very similar to the first, like, film where the scary parts were, like, extra scary. But, like... Like, no, wait, are you talking about the first one. and these two? You're not talking about the one no. in, in the past? I'm talking about part one. Okay. So, like, things were, like, actually spooky. And, like, if I was someone who got more scared in things, like, I could imagine being scared. And, like, Bill Skarsgård does, like, such a great job as it. Yeah, he's good. As Pennywise. So... How was Bill Hader? He was really good too. I was, yeah, he was serious and funny all at the same time. Peep, peep, Richie. Well, uh, I've only watched a couple episodes, but uh, he has that HBO show, Barry. That's pretty good. I haven't seen that. He's like a, a hitman. Hmm. Sounds fun. Yeah, it's good. So, ghosts. Good, 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 ghosts. Is that like Scooby Doo? Yeah, I think. Also, is your notebook a pain in the ass? No. You can only write on one side of the page. I Well, I got this one specifically for comedy. Oh. Uh, yeah. And I didn't notice that I couldn't write on the other side of the page until you just <laughs> pointed it out. Because if you notice, like, I just, I wrote my set out for... Yeah. Like, I just wrote... I have names for all my jokes. So, I've got vaccines, As you should. dog's butthole, step stool, or dildo on a step stool, whatever you want to call it. Good old-fashioned guy. Dad's internet search history. Too old to be a stripper and Santa DUI. Santa DUI. I don't know if I know that one. Yeah, you do. You're, I think he's over there for that one. Santa DUI. So I go, um, when I was a kid, my dad told me I could be anything that I wanted when I grew up. And now I know that's a lie. So I've started wondering what else was a lie from when I was a child. Like every Christmas Eve, we'd put out a case of Lucky. And in the morning, I'd wake up to cans all around the Christmas tree. I'm starting to wonder <laughs> if that was really for Santa <laughs> because I've never seen Santa get a DUI in the news, but I sure as hell have seen my dad get one. <laughs> I have not seen that joke. I'm sure you have. Uh, I don't think so. Someone's filmed me doing it. It had to have been you. I think you've been to every one of my shows except for this week. No, I missed that one. Maybe it was that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know you went up this week. Yeah, I wasn't planning to. I yeah. was literally a last minute decision. I came up with which jokes I was doing in what order while I was driving down. I wouldn't have come anyway. I didn't get off work till eight. That's fine. So understandable, yep. understandable. Yes, it's perfectly understandable. <laughs> uh apprehensible something something <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. It's from uh, Chicago. Uh Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely the only ones who make ourselves laugh. <laughs> I think they're pretty funny. Exactly. That's what I just said. Um, what the fuck was I going to say now? What, what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah. I was going to talk about the shows. We've got a show what, the day this is released. If you're listening right now, come to the show tonight. Yeah. You and then do. On September 20th. And we have tickets for sale. Pre sale tickets. Would you like to buy one, Kate? For September 20th? Yes. They're right there. Yeah. <laughs> Let me check my schedule. We were given 45 tickets. I know eight people. So here we go. And Chad and fucking Craig don't sell tickets. They don't know anybody. Why don't they know anyone? I thought Chad grew up here. Did. I don't he know. Should, he should have more of a following than any of us. I know. It's ridiculous. Oh, yes. I can come. I'm off at 4 o'clock that day. On the and 20th? I have the next day off. Nice. 
Mm-hmm. Sweet. Sweet. I'm going to sell you a ticket. Okay, cool. Um, did you go to Liam's thing yesterday? No, because I had tickets to it, and I forgot they were on the same night. Right. And then I was extremely tired afterwards. Fair enough. He, uh, I read some shit about his drummer being out. Yeah, he's had a rough go for this last couple weeks because, um, their photographer had some family stuff, so she had to drop out, so... And then that's not the biggest deal, though. I mean, no, and then yeah, things. and then their drummer dropped out, but luckily they were able to get someone to replace them. I'm yeah. not sure about the photographer thing. I know that they had a girl that they used to have like business connections with, um, but from what I understand, that didn't work out either. Mm-hmm. Um, but most importantly, they got the drummer covered because yes. they're a band. Yeah, they're a band. <laughs> Although I think he does have like some like tracks that he can bring with them if all else fails. Yeah, but you don't want to pay. Yeah. Drumming backtracks. Yeah. That's pretty lame. Yeah. So this is good. The band we're supposed to open for tonight, if when you're listening to this, uh, their drummer slipped a disc or some shit, so they canceled their tour, so we're just playing with one of the other openers. Oh. Lime in the Grave, local Ladysmith band, I think. Cool. Yeah, it'll still be good. Coming? Mm, maybe. I have a uh, oral surgeon appointment in the morning. So you'll be high and ready for the show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I think my mouth healed itself. Like your weird thing that was going on? Yeah, because I had bone protruding out. Mm-hmm. And it just hasn't been bothering me and I don't feel it anymore. Hmm. And I'm like, that's weird. I still have like sensitivity to hot and cold, but. But like it could just heal over, right? They told me that was an option, but they were like, yeah, in like six months, not like a month and a half. Yeah, but you're superhuman. That's true. I am superhuman. <laughs> I didn't even have wisdom teeth until this year. Yeah, they came out of nowhere. <laughs> I still don't know if I have them. Um, I think they are going to take x-rays and decide if they need to take my other one out, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. How's the apricot... Ap- apric- apricotopus? It's actually pretty good. I, I think I liked that um, mega bat or whatever it was called. A little bit better than the one I had last week. That's a sour, right? Yeah. That one is, I mean. So was the one last week. Oh, I see. Oh, I didn't even notice this one was a sour. <laughs> I got the other one last week because I really wanted a sour. Two sours. That explains why this one's tart and I like it. <laughs> why it's sour. <laughs> I drink Lucky because it's <laughs> cheap and I went fishing and have extras. All right, Dad. You have to drink Lucky when you go fishing. Yeah. It's a rule. Or else you won't be lucky. Um, I had some non-alcoholic beers this week. Why? Um, well, I wanted to play a prank on my mom. Okay, continue. She, she got really quiet for a few minutes, and then she did. Was, you make your dad drink the non-alcoholic beer? Is yeah. that what happened? <laughs> and my dad was like, "Wow, that tastes like beer." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "But it's missing something," and I'm like, "Alcohol." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, the whole plan was your dad would drink it, and then your mom would be like, oh, no, he's and get mad. off and then, or and then on she the goes, wagon. Uh, yeah, off the wagon. And then she was like, I knew it was a joke the whole time. But she did get quiet for a while. But she said because if uh, if that was a real bear, beer, Kate would be losing her fucking mind. I have a new prank for you. Okay. All right. You and your dad. Yeah. You Just cr- do cocaine. <laughs> you crush up some B12 <laughs> and do lines like they do in the movies. 
And your mom rolls in because you're both doing lines. Done. That would be hilarious. Yeah. It hilarious. Would. And then, yeah, do that, please. Okay. I mean, I know you won't, but it'd be hilarious. Your dad could show you how to do it, I'm sure. <laughs> Probably. And he'd be like, and this is how you roll up your 20, hun. You want to get yourself an older 20. Why an older 20? Because <laughs> they roll up nicer into a like a paper straw. Mm. Better for the environment than those plastic ones. <laughs> I don't think... You're not supposed to throw money in the trash, so I don't think the environment's involved. I guess they do have to, to get rid of them, though. They probably recycle them. The money? Yeah. And I think they like incinerate them. Why wouldn't they like break them down and reuse them? No, I think they like... Because like, that is a lot of plastic. This is our then. money. Yeah, but you can make new money with it. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Who's going first? Uh, Rock, paper, scissors? Sure. Okay. You're going first. Okay, cool. Wait. How long is yours? Uh, not that long. I just don't know if I want to go first or not now. Why not? Let me look. I've got some facts and then I got the story. You know what? Mine's lame, so I'm going first. Okay. I titled it Haunted Russia. Ooh. I basically just Googled ghosts in Russia and went to a page where there was a bunch of ghosts in Russia. I Googled I ghosts in Maine. Oh, nice. <laughs> because of Stephen yeah. King. Also, he's looking mighty old. He had a, He had his cameo in this movie. Oh, yeah? And he was an old, old man. Is he still writing? Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Oh, and I saw a preview for Dr. Sleep, too. That looked pretty bomb. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a a series of The Stand. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like The Stand miniseries, too. I didn't know there was one. Yeah, it's got Molly Ringwald in it. So it was made in the 80s. Uh, or early 90s. She's still doing stuff. She was a little bit older in it, so I'm gonna go with the '90s. But she's doing things now. Uh, she was the mom, or the like, the mom of the teenager in the Secret Life of the American Teenager. I don't know what that is. Um, it was a really good show with Christian undertones. Oh yeah, you told me about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this one is the Kusovnikov House in Moscow. Moscow. Uh, it's a 19th century house. At 17 Mayasnikasia Street. Mayas... Mayas... What? Yeah. Russian. Uh, a street in Moscow. Uh, it was owned by a rich couple who were also cheap pricks. Their name was Peter and Safia. Kus... Kusovnikov. Uh, so they didn't trust anyone, and uh, not even their servants. So they'd hide money around the house from them. One day they hid their money in the fireplace like fucking idiots, and the janitor started a fire. And it was and incinerated, all like was all incinerated. that Canadian money. <laughs> and when Safoya found out, she died of a broken heart instantly. I think you changed her name halfway through. It was like Safoya at first, and so now it's Safoya. It's, oh, yeah. It's an A. I wrote uh, with an O on this second time. <laughs> Safaya. <laughs> or it might be Safaya. I don't know. I don't know which one's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They're both wrong, so joke's on you. Yes. Anyway, she died of a broken heart, Aww. and then her husband died shortly after, and now he appears in the street hunched over mourning his lost money. 
That's it. <laughs> Next. <laughs> not her? No, nah, she's, she, they don't see her. But no, he's mourning the money, not her. Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> he's a prick. True love. Money uh, can't buy happiness. It can definitely buy you out of a lot of problems, though. Would you rather be rich and have pretty much anything that you want? Or? Or be in love and happy but super poor like lower middle class lower middle class like lower lower middle class like lower than we already lower are than now. i am now yeah <sighs> i mean if you would say we're mid lower <laughs> if you would ask me this a year ago yeah i would have said money really yeah but now you're in love and happy yeah so you would be poorer yeah to keep that yeah i love that answer that is delightful <laughs> you uh, i would rather be poor and happy yeah yeah but like because the way i'm thinking about it is you're not unhappy when you're rich yeah like i still figure i have my friends but i'm not in love with somebody yeah and like i spent most of my life not in love with somebody and i was fine yeah but i'm way happier now so i get it yeah I don't know. Like, I love my friends. I love all of you guys. But you're not in but love like, with them. Yeah, and I'm not going to, like, I don't want you guys to come over and watch, like, South Park with me for, like, six hours. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's different. Like, I'd rather just text you from home about what I'm watching on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas if I have a person, yeah. then I can just, like, and even if we're not talking, we can just be, like, touching feet mm-hmm. for, like, six hours generally i'm sitting on the couch and then her feet land on my lap and i'm forced to massage them Ah, that's cute <laughs> uh yeah so that hmm. i can't imagine being poorer than i am now because that would be terrifying mm-hmm. money means a lot to me in the sense that like security security and i would love to just like like when I'm sad, I buy myself things and I would love to just like lavish myself in things that I want and like be able to like, if I just like won millions of dollars, I'd like pay off my parents' mortgage yeah. and like, and I would start maybe like a dog charity and that would just be my job. <laughs> yes. Well, here's the thing. Everybody says money can't buy happiness. Yeah. But being poor puts a lot of stress on you. Yeah. Which also makes you unhappy. But I... But if it came down to it, like, yes. I can also live without paying off my parents' mortgage. I can I yeah. can live with paying rent for the rest of my life. I can live yeah. with not buying myself luxuries. I don't know if I could not live without love. I mean, I, like, I could, but, like, I would be sad. In a real life scenario, mm-hmm. you're allowed to be in love with somebody if you're rich. So let's just have both. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But, like... Especially if you have the person before you're rich and then you know they're not just after your money. That's true. Because that would always be a thing. Like if you got rich after or if you got rich and then you found somebody. I think with some people though, you can just tell that they're not like. You'd like to think so. Yeah, that's true. You never really know. Yeah, But I also was going to say like I live in a one bedroom basement suite Mm -hmm. with her. Mm Mm-hmm. We have two children on the way. Mm-hmm. A little bit of money would be all right. That's true. <laughs> I told my mom that if I was to win the lottery, I would buy myself like a house that was either like a duplex or like a double thing. And then I would have you guys just live downstairs for free. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Or if I moved away, I would just give you, or if I like lived elsewhere, because like I had two You're properties, yeah. I just give you guys like 
enough rent to like pay the property taxes and that's it. Thanks, man. Yeah. You should win the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to win the lottery? I'll try to, but okay. I like your plan too. <laughs> you guys might have to foster some dogs for my dog charity, but like that's cool. That's a price you'll have to pay. I'll tell you what, I'll do the same for you, but you have to look after my children when I'm doing things. Done. Because you're going to do that anyway, because yeah. you want to, it yeah. seems. <laughs> <laughs> Can I also work at your dog charity? <laughs> I'm sure she'll fucking have one, so yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> I'll employ her at my dog charity, too. I just feel like if I'm rich, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be working, like, even for a charity. I I might donate to something, something that I know is good, but I'm just going to, like, do things I want to do. I would build, like, like, you know how they have kennels and stuff mm-hmm. where people board their dogs and stuff? I'd build, like, one of those, and then so that I could take in dogs, like that can't find foster homes right away and then i would hire a bunch of people to be volunteers well not volunteers they'd be either employees or volunteers yeah um and then so like i would always have like 12 dogs coming in looking for their forever homes See, as long as you have employees to deal with that because like what if you want to go on vacation well if i didn't have employees like my employees are on vacation then i would just do it or my mom would because my mom would probably 12 dogs though yeah plus my dogs that live in my house because they're my pets <laughs> i bet you would take in foster dogs and then they'd and just you'd all just, be you'd own them. <laughs> and then all of a sudden i have to buy a fucking island for all my dogs just buy a farm <laughs> no an island how many dogs are you gonna have you know how it's gonna start <laughs> it's gonna like spiral <laughs> wealthy real woman quick. wealthy woman buys all of vancouver island to house dogs <laughs> <laughs> all humans banned <laughs> And all of a sudden, I'm the happiest person on earth, and I don't care if I have love anymore. Because you have dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, money does buy happiness. See, I told you. All right. Let's talk about the Sokol metro station, shall we? Yes. All right. So during World War One, near the modern-day station, there was a cemetery for fallen soldiers. Uh, also, in that area, in 1918... There was a mass execution of the white officers and priests by the new communist party, the Reds. Question, are they called white officers because they're white or because that, like... That's what they were referred like to. Like that was their race? Because it was the or Reds. They're... No, it wasn't a so race. It was, okay. <laughs> That's where I was confused. It was like the commies are the Reds and the whites were the other people. The Tsar and shit and his ministers. Um, so now there's a lot of ghosts that hang out in the tunnels. And in the early morning, you can see translucent people with festering wounds. Festering wounds? Yeah, pretty cool, right? Ah, moving right along. St. Michael's Castle in St. Petersburg. Uh, The castle was built for Tsar Paul I on March 21st, 1801. A group of people were executed. Oh, no, they executed their plan to murder him. And they did. It was a conspiracy. And now he is considered a restless spirit and can't leave the castle. Uh, He can be seen in the corridors with a burning candle in his hand. It's very um, Nancy Drew down a dark hallway. Ooh, good ASMR. Welcome to our ASMR podcast where we're going to talk about ghosts. Nice. Um, okay, why isn't like Nancy Drew? Because um, there's always like a white lady in the corner. 
or a czar? Or a czar. Tussar. Tussar. All right, this one's tough. Znamenskaya. Znamenskaya. In the tower. Oh, that's a tower. In Yaroslavl. Anyway. So during the Civil War, a group of white troops were holding the theater, uh, the Volkovsky Volkovsky Theater, and the Red Commissar in command of the siege told them if they surrendered that he would spare all their lives. What do you think happened next? He didn't spare their lives. That's right. (laughs) He executed them all in the tower. And now, strangely enough, though, they're not there, but the Commissar is there. In the place where he committed his greatest crime. He just lives in the tower now as a ghost. And he spooks people? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) And he would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for those meddling kids. And their dog. Um, Scooby-Doo was awesome. Yeah. All right. Ugumnov. What? Ugumnov. Ugumnov. Nope. Igumnov. Anyway, Ooga, it's a house in Booga. Moscow. Uh, it's at 43 Bolshaya Yakimak, Yakimanak uh, Street. Okay. <laughs> I would like to apologize for our Russian speaking uh, listeners. I would not. She's, this, is, this is her, not me. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this house is now used for the French ambassador. Um, it was built for Nikolai... Igumnov. That sounds right. Nikolai's definitely right. Uh, he used it to house one of his young mistresses. Uh, one day he caught her with another man. And he's like, dude, you could leave this school. But she was never seen again. It is believed that he bricked up the room that he found her in and just left her in there to rot. And now... Oh, no, not now. During the Soviet times, uh, she was seen walking through walls and shit. And she sighed a lot. (sighs) Yeah. All right. The House of Rasputin. Ooh. In St. Petersburg. Like as in, rah, rah, Rasputin. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Lover of the something, something. As in, uh, Grigory Rasputin. I don't actually know the words. The man who was like shot, stabbed, drowned. They had his balls cut off. They hanged him. And he still came back from the dead. That guy. Uh, So in St. Petersburg, he had an apartment on the second floor of 64 Gorokloviaya Street. It's lover of the Russian queen. (laughs) That makes sense. Uh, So he lived on the second floor apartment. And uh, it's a regular apartment now. It's still there. Um, and, uh, his ghost appears there and he makes loud sounds like grunting and loud steps and he hangs out in dark corners. That's it. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the house of embankment at two Serafeminokcha street. Uh, it's a very famous building in Moscow. Is it? Yep. Hmm. I even heard of it. Nope. It's on the tour. Let's go shape my baby 2020. <laughs> Russian tour. Russian tour. Ra oh. Ra Rasputin is the title of it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so it was used to house the best of the best in the USSR. 
like Back writers. Back in the USSR. Exactly. Okay, cool. Writers, actors, generals, and athletes all live there. In the USSR? No, in this house. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, in the USSR. Back in the USSR, even. Uh, before that, during the Great Purge, when they just massacred people during the revolution. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say when they just massacred people for 24 hours. They might have. Uh, at this building, they they uh, they killed dozens of people in their homes. And now that building's just full of ghosts of the victims. And they're just kind of living in their old homes as ghosts. Aww. Yeah. I hope they don't tear their houses down. Me too. They'd be, they'd be like all those animals that are displaced and in the Amazon. In the Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah. Or all the people displaced in Florida. Fuck those people. <laughs> Florida's a shithole. It's now hitting Canada, so. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Ryan lives in Nova Scotia. Oh, is and, he, uh, he okay? He's fine. But uh, I guess there's like roughly five. I don't know what number. I didn't know hurricanes there. could go that high. Well, he's getting it. Let me, hold on. Let me see what he wrote. What he wrote. Marked safe on Facebook. I don't know what that means. People can check in if they're safe. That's clever. Where the fuck is it? Okay, so uh, there's five hundred thousand customers of like their power people like this for the power outages like bc hydro but yeah for but for there and there's currently three hundred fifty thousand people without power out of five hundred thousand. whoa and we thought that our power was just bad <laughs> mine was bad <laughs> i was displaced for two weeks yeah <laughs> i had to live basically with that uh, that's how she got pregnant <laughs> i know <laughs> i was pretty lucky because we had just started dating like it'd been like a couple of days yeah and then i couldn't live here yeah and she let me live with her. I would have let you live with me, but I wouldn't have let you got me pregnant. <laughs> it's so rude. You're not a very good uh, co-host. Co-host or uh, best friend? Host, I with guess. Question mark. Host of you hosting me in your house. Co-host of the host of the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would have been weird because you lived with Michael at the time and. <laughs> Good. Maybe the tension of you being there would have broken us up earlier. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Just daily podcasts. Yeah. It would have been awesome. Reminds me, I have something to tell you about them after. You can't do it on air? No. Uh, i got to remind myself then. I need a pen. Okay. I don't have one. I'll, I'll, I'll remind you. It's fine. All right. All right. So the tower of the old hospital in Ryazan. It's at 15 Gorky Street. Gorky? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's an old tower among all the modern high-rises. Uh, it the, it's the last remains of an old hospital. Um, and at night, you can see a dark figure walking through the tower. It is Alexander Smitten, the hospital administrator from more than a century ago. None of these are exciting, but... I thought you were going to say four more than a century, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> Because his ghost huh? kept being an administrator. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have to hire somebody. It's great. <laughs> All right, this one's tough. Graboy. Oh, no, this one's easy. Graboyadov Canal in St. Petersburg. On misty nights in March, only in March, 
they see the ghost of old Greg. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a mangina. This one's scarier. <laughs> is it? It's, it is, actually. Um, there's a ghost that can be seen, and if you meet her, it almost certainly means you're doomed. Because she showed you her mangina? She has a blue face. And a mangina. And a red mark around her neck. Oh, so she likes it rough. (laughs) (laughs) It is the ghost of Sofia Perovskaya. And she is the woman who assassinated Tsar Alexander II. And she was hanged. Mm. And now she'll come in March and kill you. Only in March. Only in March. Mm -hmm. All right, last one. Nizhny Novogorod at the Kremlin. Kremlin sounds like a food. It's not. I would eat it. It's a building. Actually, there's several Kremlins. It sounds like a, co- a combination between a crumpet and a creme brulee. <laughs> you know, like in Moscow, they have those buildings, those colorful buildings with the weird points. Yeah. That's like, the Kremlin. Oh, I thought that was like a palace. Yeah. It's called the Kremlin. <laughs> <laughs> but there's more Kremlins in other towns, too, because this one is. Um, this one they were building when they were building it. Uh, one of the towers just kept falling down, like constantly. They couldn't keep it up. So the workers decided to sacrifice the first person who walked by. And it was a pregnant woman who was running frantically to get water from the river. Oh, no. And they grabbed her, bricked her up, and they built the tower around her. And now you can see her ghost holding her baby. Aww. Boom. That's sad. Russian ghosts. I'm glad you didn't end this my story is not happier but it's happier (laughs) well you had a ghost story once about a lady who married a pirate so that was pretty good yeah that's pretty bomb i i not topping that today (laughs) like this is still good but it's not as good all right bring it on we're recording we better fucking be we are um i've got the pianist of seguin island lighthouse of what island? Seguin. Where is that? Maine. Oh, yeah. You told me that. <laughs> yeah. So Seguin, uh, I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced because it's spelled, it's spelled like penguin, but without a P or an N. But there is still one N at the end. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I got very confused. The Seguin Light on Seguin Island in the Gulf of Maine is the second oldest lighthouse in Maine, and it was established in 1795. Its current tower um, was built in 1857, but it wasn't actually automated until 1985, so it was manned all the way up until then. Wow. Oh, hell yeah. Um, it's currently a museum and a nonprofit open to the public seasonally. The island itself is 64 acres. The tower is built of granite blocks, and the keeper's house is made of brick, and it's also home to the oldest Fresnel lens in the state. What's that? No clue. I didn't look it up. But <laughs> well, people who know will be excited yeah. about it. They'll be like, all the Fresnel aficionados out there are like, did she just say the second oldest one in Maine? No, the oldest one in Maine? (laughs) Yeah, the oldest one. But if you're, uh, what's it called? A Fresnel? A a Fresnel aficionado. If you're a Fresnel aficionado, you already know what what you're talking about. But but now they're like, oh, they're shouting out to my people. Oh, there you go. Now we're relatable to them. Shout out to all you Fresnel aficionados. The Fresnels out there. Aficionados. If you're a Fresneler... (laughs) <laughs> rate, re, review, and subscribe. 
Hell yeah. And we'll send you a free Fresnel. <laughs> I feel like they're expensive. We'll send you a replica of a Fresnel that we make <laughs> once we figure out what it is. Yes. And if we can make it. Yeah. Um, so in the shipping hand shipping and handling is on you though. <laughs> yeah, they might be big. <laughs> we have to scale it down to size. Yeah, I started making a miniature house because I thought that would be a really good hobby when my anxiety was really bad because one of my friends did it and I was like, "Well, she did it and it helped uh-huh. her. It's totally gonna help me because it's something I can do with my hands." And then I like won't be just like freaking the fuck out all the time. And mm-hmm. then I started doing it and I was like, this is fucking hard. <laughs> so I made two chairs and a table and I painted some walls and I was like, well, we'll see if I you should again. You should definitely make this a hobby and build an entire city and then Godzilla the shit out of it. Not after I've realized how much fucking work it takes. Yeah, but that would be it. That'd be like the thing. It's My, like, I took This took me six years to build this city. Now watch this I shit. I think it's only supposed to take me like a week and a half to build it. Yeah, but it's a city. And it took me three hours to build two chairs. Wow. It doesn't take people three hours to build real chairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Like. And they're lopsided. <laughs> my plan was to make three different of these miniatures. And then I was going to put three shelves in my house and have them be art. And then Dave Godzilla's them. <laughs> no. And then I was like, well. You're right. I'm more of a King Kong character. Yeah, King Kong. <laughs> I need to build you a Lego tower. Yes, I'll okay. climb that shit. Anyway, uh, Fresnels. Yeah. So Fresnels. Um, so in the mid-1800s, one of the lightkeeper's wives fell into a deep depression from being isolated on the island. To cheer her up, he arranged to have a piano shipped to the island. He thought that it would fill... Um, both of their free time with the learning of the music and also provide them with endless hours of entertainment until you get bored of playing the piano mm-hmm. his wife chose a song from a songbook that came with a piano or came got shipped over mm-hmm. and she practiced only that song for months on end at all hours of the night until she mastered it that's the worst <laughs> and it's like ba 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes sir yes sir three bags full one for my master <laughs> yeah so the lighthouse keeper suggested that he have more sheets of music sent over for her so she could learn more songs but she only did one song out of the book they have already <laughs> just keep going into the book so that's where she was like no i don't want that <laughs> I just want to play this song forever and ever. And then he murdered her, right? Oh, have you heard the story? <laughs> so she continued to play the same song. Yeah, sounds like she's getting murdered. Day after day after day. <laughs> the lighthouse keeper began to go mad from the isolation and being subjected to the piano playing incessantly. So one day he snapped, taking an axe to the piano, destroying it. He then turned on his wife and murdered her before realizing what he had done and killing himself. I feel like he shouldn't have killed himself because she fucking had it coming. (laughs) She had it coming. She had it coming. You know what that's from? No. Also, Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Except it's he had it coming. (laughs) So many Chicago references. 
Chicago. Chicago. The Windy City. <laughs> the Windy Musical. <laughs> it's all farts. <laughs> he had it coming. I would go see that musical. He had it coming. <laughs> the gun, the gun, the gun. They both reached for the... <laughs> Mr. Cellophane, Mr. Cellophane, used to be my name, Mr. Well, you, fart. There we go. <laughs> you big fan of Chicago? Chicago. Chicago? You Chicago. big fan? <laughs> I, like, I, I like it. I mean, I know these are terrible Chicago accents, but I have no idea how to continue oh my speaking God. in a Chicago accent other than saying Chicago. <laughs> yes, Chicago. <laughs> um, and same with... Irish, because I at um, Liam's show the other day. So our friend Liam had a kickoff uh, show for his band, Tama Hills Rock and Roll. Check them out on Spotify. Rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he had the show. After the show, the lights came on. There was some Irish guys staying up in the hostel upstairs, and they were talking to me and um, our friend. And where a fight had broken up at one point, and this one guy kept saying to me, um, "In all fairness," <laughs> and I was in all fairness, and I was like, "In all fairness," <laughs> he was like, "In all fairness," yeah, <laughs> he was saying, and then he kept repeating it until I figured it out, and then in my head I was just like, "I can never not say." the word furnace <laughs> ever again <laughs> without doing an irish accent so someone will be like yeah we gotta like get our furnace like checked out it's been making some weird <laughs> noises i'm like <"Your> furnace <laughs> we should do an episode where we just do shitty just accents. do shitty accents okay i'll practice oh no 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 shitty accents we don't have to practice Oh, I gotta try and say the words. Chicago now. furnace. <laughs> oh, I fucked a furnace. <laughs> God damn it! In all fairness. Furnace. In all fairness. Ah, in all fairness. I want to learn Hold how to. All. I want to learn how to say "cunt" in an Australian accent. Ah, you cunt. Yeah. Now can you say your Kevin? You cunt. fucking cunt. Kevin, you fucking cunt. <laughs> oh, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> You dog cunt. <laughs> All right, tell me your story. Right, so uh, the ghost of the wife, however, remains. <laughs> right. In she got furnace. murdered. <laughs> In the furnace. Wait, how do you say it? Fairness. 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 <laughs> With the leprechauns. Wait, no, that wasn't. That, that was Irish. Was pretty close. Yeah. Okay. I'll work on it. So yeah, she remains playing the song for those who visit the island to, to hear. Um, and they murder her again. Yeah. Supposedly the lighthouse keeper's ghost is also seen walking the island with his axe in hand. Nice. Headed to murder his wife. <laughs> uh, on the island, there's also a ghost of a young girl who, ha- who died while living there. Uh, her body is said to be buried on the island and has been seen by both visitors and light keepers who have lived there. Mm. Um, when the lighthouse was decommissioned in 1985, a warrant officer um, had some work to do on the island to pack up the remaining of the furniture, and he spent the night there um, rather than t- taking the like all in one big. It was a big trip. Mm-hmm. He was like, mm, "I'm tired. I'm sticking out." Mm-hmm. Uh, he was woken up in the, the middle. The furniture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was kind of Australian, though. 
they giggled dick and they're so stupid. Yeah, that's why we're good at this Mud show. Mud flap. <laughs> Kevin, you fucking cunt. In well, all fairness. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so he's taking two trips? Yeah, so he's... No, he's not taking two taking trips. Taking a break. One trip. He's taking a break to take a nap. He's going to sleep there overnight. In the middle of the night, he's woken up by a man dressed in oil skins, shaking his head violently. And saying, don't take the furniture, please. Leave my home alone. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he threw Lego on the floor. What? <laughs> and broken Christmas balls and tarred him in the face with feathers. That's Kevin? <laughs> Kevin, you fucking cunt. <laughs> no, because he, he said, leave my home alone. <laughs> you get it? Yeah. <laughs> that was a dad joke. Okay. Sorry. Kevin, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Quit trying to murder the, the burglars. Okay. Mm. So he ignored the ghost, thinking that it was just a dream, and continued his work gathering the furniture and um, putting them on a boat. So while lo- lowering said boat, carrying the furniture into the water, it mysteriously sank. So he lost all his furniture anyway? Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Par- uh, paranormal... Uh, oh, it's accredited to the ghost making it sink them. Paranormal oh, yeah. investigator team Haunt M.E. have experienced manifestations, sounds, including... Uh, I just wrote ink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't actually write down what it included. Oh, the piano. I think that says piano. Um, as well as having physical afflictions, like things on their arms and stuff. Like touching them. Like touching, but like owie touching. Like oh, owie, owie touching. Owie hurt like me. scratches. Like getting or axes. spanked. You know, when you like spank a girl real good and then your hand <laughs> stays there? <laughs> you mean the print? Yeah. Yeah. Your hand print stays there. Yeah, your no, hand doesn't stay there. <laughs> you get there, and her ass is just such jelly that it just. <laughs> hand right up and you just pull back a nub or what (laughs) another victim of the gushy butt ghost (laughs) fuck me (laughs) yeah I'm in a real good mood today that might be the name of the episode gushy butt ghost (laughs) or Kevin you cunt Kevin you cunt We'll find out. In all furnace, Kevin, you fucking cunt. <laughs> In all furnace, <laughs> Kevin, you fucking cunt. <laughs> I think we could do this. I think we could do an episode in accents. We would laugh the entire time, though. I do serve my dogs um, their dinner sometimes in a really shitty, shitty French accent. Let's hear it. <clears throat> now I'm embarrassed. Well, you just did all this. <laughs> Well, tonight, guys. <laughs> tonight, we have on the menu for you guys a nice duck confit in the form of pebbles. In the form of pebbles. And over here, Zola, we have for you a very special seat away from the window so Mr. Hoot cannot eat your food. <laughs> it's such a shitty that was fantastic. 
Except you shouldn't have used a different word than guys because a French guy wouldn't say that. I don't normally say guys. I just felt pressure. But I do do normally do the de convite in the form of bibbles. Which is fantastic. Because it's duck, dog food. Yeah, I got it. (laughs) And it's like kibble. Yeah. Yeah, I figured it out. Kibbles and bits, kibbles and bits. What about meow mix? Meow, 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 I like when Dr. Evil does it when he's trying to get Mr. Bigglesworth to come. I don't remember that. I like I chicken. I like liver. Meow mix, like meow, meow mix, please, please deliver. deliver. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot there was words to it. Meow. Meow. All right, I got to go to bed. Let's cancel this shit. Goodbye, friends.